0: This is Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast, First Take. Here's my year-end column called Square with the World. Square with the world That's how I want to live Take what I need. Give what I can give. Find some kind of way to pay what I owe. Square with the world. That's how I want to go. All we can hope for is to keep learning as we get older. If we learn, we grow. If we don't, we wither. I did some growing of my own this year. Some Courier readers may recall my story and accompanying column from the July 2nd edition about Sam Dollin, the troubled now 32-year-old Claremont High graduate who'd made dozens of police blotter appearances. The story, Sam's and his family's, was excruciatingly graphic. It told of his descent into drug addiction, his near-death experiences, overdoses, hospitalizations, and his many arrests. It documented the ripples of grief that reverberate to this day throughout Sam's family and loved ones. My column centered on my own culpability in trivializing that pain. I had written again and again about Sam's frequent arrests in the police blotter, sometimes with flippant disregard for the impact of my reporting. Yes, yes. Sam was a desperate criminal. He'd been accused of multiple misdemeanors and some felonies, too. All mostly thefts designed to raise quick cash to feed his addictions. But he deserved dignity. Sam's friends wrote to us and said so, and I agreed. I've since endeavored to avoid, at all costs, the sin of trading on this misery of the wounded walkers among us, as Sam's mother, Per put it. The lack of yucks may be missed by some, but I can sleep at night knowing I haven't helped to make it worse for the humans I write about who are suffering from mental health crises and addiction. Sam has been incarcerated in the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department's Men's Central Jail in downtown Los Angeles for the past several months for a string of petty crimes, including breaking and entering and possession of controlled substances and drug paraphernalia. It's been a brutal season. His mother purr told me in the notoriously violent men's central jail. Sam is housed warehouse style in a large room with 100 other men sleeping on cots. He's been attacked by fellow inmates and suffered subsequent seizures as a result of the beatings. He's made a couple of court appearances. The first of which saw him looking quote, awful, 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 filthy, Oh, yeah, they hardly get to shower in the mental health unit and distraught, unquote, according to his mother, Per. But Sam's demeanor and physical health has improved with time. Per wrote to the courier and said, in the second one, he was physically clean, he was calm, and he was able to look at us in a loving and calm manner. Perhaps most importantly, Sam has been sober for the first time in many years Prior to his latest and longest stint in jail, he lived mostly on the streets, addicted to heroin and methamphetamine. He largely fell off the planet as far as regular interactions with family. Now, he's resumed daily communication with his parents and two siblings. Here's what Purr told us. Quote, the significant improvement in his logic and memory is the best news. I have hoped that Sam will gain confidence from his experience because he's been so brave. He never complains. He is showing remorse for the wrongs he has done that he feels shame about, So maybe there's hope for Sam. Maybe he's grown too. Time will tell, of course, but I, for one, welcome the news that someone who's been as far down as Sam has begun to pull himself back to the surface. It gives me hope for the other wounded walkers among us that I write about in the blotter, that they may too find a way to regain control of their lives. And all this hoping puts my own problems and worries in perspective. Nothing inspires gratitude like empathy. Next week, on Wednesday, January 5th, Sam will appear in Pomona Superior Court, where a judge will decide if the county will send him to a mental health diversion program or back to jail. Here's Per Dahlen, his mother. Quote. And if he can't be placed, at least they will have to say how much longer he has to be in jail, or if he would be sent to prison, which seems unlikely, but could happen, even though he is a completely nonviolent offender. Unquote. I sure hope the county decides to take a chance on Sam. Jail is no place for the mentally ill. And it's definitely no place to get help with identifying and treating the underlying causes of addiction we're all flawed myself included and as i've written here before some of us are just a missed paycheck or two away from eviction living in our car or worse yet on the streets there but for the grace of whomever or whatever higher power you do or do not ascribe to go all of us especially over this holiday season, in the midst of this apparently endless pandemic, let's remember that we can't know what struggles people are living through. Cut your fellow humans some slack. Tip well. Be kind. Help out where you can. The great Mike Stinson, a master songwriter from Houston and my friend, put it pretty succinctly in his song Square with the World. Square. That's how I want to live, only take what I need, give what I can give, find some kind of way to pay what I owe, square with the world, that's how I want to go. Happy holidays, lucky ones, and let's be cool to one another. This has been Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast First Take. Thanks for listening.